I guess it's time to woe out. Let's woe it. What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Geek Mosh Pit Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Anthony. And I am the other host, the cool one, J-Man. Jason. You're the old one. I'm the oldest one (laughs) in this entire garage right now. This is true. Out of the two people who are here. Yeah. You just love to make fun of my age all the time. You are like a fine wine, which is a perfect segue because I am drinking wine. I'm the only one drinking right now. Yes. Jason's like, you know, man, like that's I'm just too cool. I'm just a little too edgy to drink wine right now. So, and I'm drinking, um, apothic cab, cab, uh, cabernet sauvignon. Um, and your friend gave that to you. Uh, a friend of mine left it at my house. Uh, they left a couple bottles over and, um, let me take another sip. Do you have another uh, one of those mad, crazy wine parties at your house? No, not this time. Uh, Although we were drinking mead, so some some form of wine. Oh, um, bring back the mead. It's not bad. It's definitely kind of kind of cheap. Um, but whatever. Do you I'm, consider I'm t- yourself a, a wine snob? Oh God, no! I'm no <laughs> wine snob. I drink red wines, and I, I generally drink like uh, like pinots and whatnot. But like, I don't know shit about wine. Uh, neither do I. It's crazy because we live in Sonoma County, too, and it's like wine country, and we just yeah, don't know our up, shit. Yeah, guys? Welcome to Sonoma County where everyone's really stoned and drunk all the time, and yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how people around here talk? I just like just a bunch of like like poshy, like wino, beer, stoner fuckers. That's like all that lives in Sonoma yeah. County. I'm kidding. I'm a Sonoma County dweller, too, and I'm not a stoner, but I'm definitely a drunk, so... Um, well, you got half of it, right? I got, I got, yeah, I got three, yeah, two thirds of it. Yeah. So actually, um, what is this episode about? What are we talking about today? So the primary focus today is going to be the Matrix. Resurrections. Re- re- reimagined. Resurrections reload. This is, whoa. Whoa. The Matrix <laughs> reloaded. Um, <laughs> yeah. But what, you know, uh. Before we get into it, let's. Uh, I remember you saying you wanted to talk a little bit yeah, about music. Yeah, I wanted to just first off ask you how you been. How was your Christmas? It was a good Christmas. It was wholesome. It was just me, my pops, and, uh, and then Big Nick came over, and we, uh, we just I cooked everyone. Don't forget steaks. your uh, your Doge. Oh, of course, we had sugar. We had the cat and Amiria, um, and it was a it was a gay old time. And we watched Christmas movies. We watched my favorite rendition of the Christmas uh, Carol, the Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah, that's a good one. A it good is. One. It's great. I don't know why I love it so much. I, I mainly because I've been watching it since I was like four or five, and it's the first rendition of that story I've ever seen. And so, <clears throat> you know, like, like I just uh, can't get enough for Kermit the Frog. You know, is it you know a family tradition every uh, Christmas you watch that movie? Well, you know, I watch it on my own. You, you know. I'm starting to sound like Jordan. I know. Bloody I say, no, you're, you're starting to sound like George Lucas, actually. Well, you know, I made Star Wars and um, Jar Jar. And, uh, Jar, Jar, Jar Jar is a key to this. <laughs> it's like poetry and rhymes. But yeah, you know, it was, it was, it was very it was simple. A, it was, like. Yeah, it was a good, wholesome, simple Christmas. I didn't want to go too big this year. And so I cooked filet mignons, which is weird for Christmas, oh, right? I love filet yeah. mignon. Oh, my God. Uh, filet mignon. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, didn't even get drunk. I was too busy cooking. Mashed potatoes, vegetables, filet mignon. Yeah. yeah. I had uh, enchiladas. Nice. Yeah. My sister cooked very, up some really very nice Very California enchiladas. Christmas. Yeah. No. <laughs> She's amazing at it, too. I'm just like, fuck, this is probably like the best enchiladas I've ever had in forever. Nice. It's insane. I brought it over to my roommates afterwards, and they all loved it. And like, your sister needs to cook. I'm like, yeah, she does. But she's just... A lazy drunk stoner. Hey, she fits in right with the Sonoma County crew, right? Hey. hey. For those listening to this outside of the area, come to Sonoma County. This yeah. is the place for you. Exactly. Make sure you have a lot of money because that's the only way you can live here. Yeah. No, um, I'm glad you had a good Christmas, man, because it's been um, it's been one hectic uh, hectic year. I mean, last it's year. It's been a hectic two fucking years, dude. Exactly. Like, not yeah. even just in personal lives, but, you know, obviously just in the, in the wider focus of the world. And I, I we're all we're all trying to get through it. Yeah, well, uh, we're almost probably near the tail end of this thing. Hopefully, man, it just—it seems like it's getting better, and then it goes, you know, and it gets worse, and it gets better and worse, and <clears throat> you know, like I, 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 don't, I honestly have no idea. I mean, I, I, I understand to a degree where people are coming from when they say they want to play things safe, but if if you want to know the truth, I, I think this is uh, one big uh, 
not to say COVID isn't real. I'm not saying that at all. But I, I think the reaction to it, especially now, is it's just big corporations trying to make money. Because when you lock things down, it, it cuts labor and, and all this crap and it drives up prices. And, and it's just like, cool. So big corporations make all the money. The small businesses shut down. And then, uh, yeah. It didn't stop a lot of people from shopping, though. No, and that's the thing. That's like, you know, it, like you're still going to be buying stuff, but everything's going to be really expensive because there's shortages. Yeah. The supply is down, but the demand's high. And so that creates, you know, basically an inflation of some sort, which we yeah. are in right now. Well, not to get into economics here, but you know, it's just, I'm, I'm fucking sick of it. I'm, I don't like the fact that gas is more than $5. I don't oh, like, God. I don't like the fact that I had to like go to like five different stores to get Christmas lights. And then I ultimately had to order them online, which I should have just done in the first place. But yeah. You had a tree and all that. Yeah. I got a tree. Nice. Yeah. Was it a real tree or a fake tree? Oh, it's a real tree. I only, oh. I only do real trees, man. Yeah. You bring that shit in your house, you, you water it, you know, and then all of a sudden just that, that Christmas smell fills the house. Yeah. I just, I, I wish I could have one, but the cat. Oh, but see, you know, that's a, down. when I um <clears throat> when I first got my cat, it was kind of something similar. Like I, I got I got her and then a few months later it was Christmas. And dude, I caught her pulling down lights, bulbs, chewing on shit all the time, dude. And so what I what I did is I had some compressed air and I didn't spray it like in her face, but I would I would spray it towards her and she hated the sound of it. So every time she saw the bottle, she'd freak out. And so what I did is I put the bottle by the tree. Oh my God. <laughs> so she wouldn't like, go near hey, the tree. There's a, there's <laughs> this is what you're going to get if you get near the tree. Yeah. So she'd like, she'd go to the tree and I put the spray bottle near it and she was staring at the bottle like, Oh no, you're going to kill me. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Um, let's um, like my, like my Christmas was simple. Just my mom, my sister, uh, her boyfriend, uh, my cat, just, Chilling, having enchiladas, watching uh, Christmas Vacation. Good movie. Still haven't seen that. Oh, man, it's great. It's one of those other classic uh, Christmas movies. Is that movies the you need to watch. Uh, National Lampoon? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. one Chevy Chase. Yeah. Chevy. R- run- running around like a madman trying to have the best Christmas ever. So. A classic. Yes, exactly. And then we watched uh, Home Alone, which is another family tradition of mine, or at least my tradition every year. It's great. It's a great film. Didn't you say that you watched it too? I haven't seen those in years. Oh. oh, oh, oh! Um, I had a friend. I was hanging out with a friend the other day, and they had it on the background. Oh, okay. Yeah. But no, my tr- my tradition for like Christmas movies is yeah, Muppet Christmas Carol, uh, the Krampus film, the one from I think 2015. Yeah. Uh, recently, I've uh, been watching episodes from Supernatural. There's a, a very Supernatural Christmas. There's the episode really? Yule. There's the episode Yule from um, Vikings, which is about Yule and whatnot, and. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it just, just stuff like that. And of course, you know, yeah, you got the home alone films, you got, you know, uh, I watched these really corny ass Netflix movies called, um, the Christmas Chronicles and it's with Kurt Russell as Santa and they're like kids films. Like they're very silly and kind of stupid, but like they're fun. They're just very oh. wholesome, very wholesome. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, I did watch the Jim Carrey Christmas Carol and that one's not very good. Ooh, I oh, I've never th- seen that one. That's like the anime or it's like a CGI kind of weird people look almost real kind of movie. Yeah, right? it, it it wasn't very good. It's just a little too like it's too much like it's like ooh like wacky action kids film and it like I don't know, it's like Christmas Carol. It's like yeah. this isn't like a wacky, I don't know. But um of course we watched The Grinch. Good. Yeah, you know, the original like, one, uh, like the, yeah, Jim I mean, one, one. the Jim Carrey one. The Jim okay. Carrey one, which everyone I guess hated, but that movie's awesome. I really hate it. It was just weird seeing a Dr. Seuss book come to life and all the people looked like aliens or <laughs> something they or just whatever really mice. scary yeah yeah they did it's crazy um, that movie well, gets better and better each time i watch it i'm like wow oh. this is great like jim carrey's performance was him like, and the dog the dog uh, the relationship between him and that dog was hilarious oh yeah yeah print <laughs> that was only one big words i remember from the movie it was when he was pretending to be um that uh that director the um, god uh he was on hap- uh, was on happy days he did like uh I, I can't remember the name right now. So yeah, I suck. <laughs> um, anyways. Yeah. Um, Ron Howard. That was hey, there you Ron go. Howard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was uh, hoping before we get into the movie, um, let's talk about some music. Yeah. Well, one thing for- we, uh, being musicians, you know, we haven't really touched on some music lately. I mean, that's because it's our th- third episode back in after the resurrection. So, <laughs> And we're, we're talking about yeah, we're talking about resurrections as Miles well Matrix resurrections as well. Um, so yeah, um, first off, I'd like to ask you uh, any good albums that you've been listening to lately? Anything that's new that you would suggest people to listen to? Or 
I have absolutely, one hundred percent, fallen in love with the band Spirit Box. Yeah, well, who is Spirit Box? Let's Spirit Box is a band. Really, they're a band. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't exactly know their history or anything, but um, the the female singer of the band is the singer of. Uh, she was the singer of I Wrestled a Bear once. Which is a lot more like hardcore, and, and yeah. she screamed more I than re- that. I remember listening to that band a couple of times. It was yeah. a crazy album. I've been hearing about Spirit Box, I think, for the last like year and a half, and it wasn't until March of this year where someone was like, "Hey, have you listened to them? You really gotta listen to them." I was at a party. I was like, "I was like, throw it on. I'm like, just throw it on right now." So yeah. um, they turned on her. Uh, li- her she does like a live one take of the song "Holy Roller." No, it was uh, "Rule of Nines," and we watched the "Rule of Nines one, and it was fucking great i was like holy shit and so i it was i was at a party in chico so on the drive home which is like two and a half hours i just listened to a bunch of spirit box and i was like dude these guys are dope and i just got hooked i got hooked on them and then they have this ep uh just i think it's called spirit box when that came out like a few years ago and i remember i was just listening to that a whole bunch when i was flying to san diego um in may and yeah i felt like just fell in love with their music i love the sound it's just like it's it's a it's a perfect combination of like melodic kind of gent with just like heavy slam fucking breakdowns, and when I say gent, like I don't even say, I don't even mean in the sense of like mashuga or like monuments. It's a little more refined. It's not as like proggy and out out of you know out of control. Yeah, it's not tesseract, but um, yeah, you know it's they released the new album Eternal Blue. Uh, I think they came out in September, and I just I cannot stop listening to them. <laughs> I have a problem. Stop me, please. So this is a band that you said is probably one of your favorite bands right at the moment that you've been probably listening what to the album like every day. What's what's actually the new album that's that's out right now that uh how many albums do they have? I mean what's the uh, they song? officially have one album and that's this one. But they oh, have okay. like a few EPs and a bunch of singles. Um a few of those singles are on the uh new album. Yeah, no, I mean I, I mostly listen to that when I work out <clears throat> or okay. when I go to the gym or something. Um but uh, and of course, you know, I listen to Viking fucking music. High Lung, Wardruna. Yeah. And then of course, I listen anything to anything that kind of get you pumped and motivated. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, and of yeah. course, I've been listening to my band, A Hero to Fall's new album, Ambivalence, which you can find on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, all that good stuff. Once again, Hero yeah, to that, Fall. Yeah, that band's Ambivalence. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're all right, I suppose. It's okay. Oh yeah, how'd you? Uh, how would you enjoy our show? Oh, the show's good. The yeah. show's good. The only thing that I uh, would have suggested, uh, I mean, the, the thing is, is the, the it could be the venue. I mean, for you, it's like, did you think like you could hear everything okay on stage or? Um, there was, there was some moments. I don't know if you remember me, but I was like, um, I was on stage like in the first couple songs and I was like, Hey, can we get some more, some more like whatever in my monitor? And, and they did. It was fine. Um, yeah, I mean, normally, you know, we, we played shows when I played with them, we played more shows at the Phoenix theater. Uh, yeah, but we ended up booking this show. Yeah. It was at, a small little like a uh, restaurant kind of brewery. Yeah. Three place. disciples. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I loved it. It was a lot more intimate. Um, it was fucking packed. Which yeah, was I noticed sick. that there was a lot of people there. It's, it's crazy, too, because I went there and I bumped into people I haven't seen in years. It's like almost kind of like a big high school reunion, except for, you know. <laughs> so what was that like? Musicians. Was that like a couple hundred years ago, your high yeah, school reunion? exactly. <laughs> Fucking yeah. vampire. You know, back when uh, we uh, didn't have cars, we just rolled uh, big stones down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> you would ride rocks like in SpongeBob? Yeah, exactly. It's not just a boulder. It's a rock. No, the show the show was good. I think uh the your vocals were probably the loudest out of everyone. Were they? Yeah. Well, I, I have a loud mouth, so Yeah, you do. You're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> that was good. Um I've been listening to a band that's actually been around for quite a few years now. Um I don't know why I never brought them up before or even started listening to them, but uh the band is Ice Nine Kills. Mm. You've heard of Ice Nine Kills? Yeah, I've listened to them a few times. Yeah. Um, so they just put out a new album. It came out in October. Uh, it's their fifth studio album. It's called Welcome to Horrorwood. And basically, it's actually it's, uh, Welcome to Horrorwood slash The Silver Scream 2. So it's called The Silver Scream 2 because their last album was called The Silver Scream. And it seems like the the the, the shtick of this band is basically they sing songs about horror movies. Every single song is about a certain horror movie. And um, I love horror, so it kind of just was like, it was like it fit just like it fit it fit right two inside peas of you, in a just, pod, just nice and nice and tight. Just. Yes, exactly, <laughs> nice and tight and wet and loose. Uh, yeah. So um, 
this band though, I mean, they're amazing. I, I don't know what it is. I'm, I, I just, uh, I think the singer, uh, Spencer, I don't know his last name. He's a, he's a great singer. Um, and actually on this new album, they had quite a few, uh, guest, uh, vocalists come in. You had Jacoby Shaddix from Papa Roach. You had, Shit. uh, George Corpse Grinder Fisher from Cannibal Corpse. My man. <laughs> Brandon Saylor from Atreyu, uh, Buddy Nelson uh, from Census Fail. So yeah, it was kind of like. A lot of like the classics. Yeah, That's exactly. That's pretty cool. They have, uh, like some songs about, um, <laughs> Pet Cemetery and Resident Evil and, um. Yeah, American Psycho. It, it's it's a it's a fun band, you know. And uh, if you haven't checked them out, uh, I would suggest checking out their fourth album, um, The Silver Scream, and then from that go into Welcome to Horrorwood because uh, this is a band I think that's gonna actually skyrocket more in popularity. I mean, they're popular as it is, but man. Well, the cool things because I've listened to a lot of them, like not a lot of them, but I've I've listened to a decent amount of Ice Nine Kills. And the cool thing about them, the cool thing about Spirit Box is they have a very modern sound. You know, they're they're taking these genres that, you know, and in Ice Nine Kills case, it's more of just kind of like you, you got that metalcore thing, but they're also kind of doing the more of the pop vocals. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. I love issues. Um, you know, I, I, I've i been noticing that a lot of different subgenres of metal have been going in that direction. I mean, fucking listen to listen to uh, Dance Gavin Dance. They're, they're post-hardcore. They're not really metal, but like they're like their singer. I don't know. I feel like he belongs in like the Spice Girls. <laughs> like it's yeah. weird like they have a screamer and who looks like you and then they have this like like pretty boy singer who like sings like he's a part of like a boy band and it's like i mean it's good it's really yeah. good but it's it's just so wild to me and i never thought i would like music like it's that. like it, that with issues like you said yeah you know with issues you have your screamer and then you have the guy that sings like he's uh you know uh like a backstreet boy yeah backstreet boy <laughs> or uh justin bieber or something yeah. like that you know tyler carter good man yeah, uh, Spirit Box and Ice Nine Kills, two of our favorite bands right now. Check them out. Um, and Ice Nine Kills is actually playing uh, a new. They're playing a tour next year with uh, Motionless in White and Black Veil Brides. I'm actually gonna try to go to that show. It's gonna be in San Jose, California, uh, in March. If the tickets don't sell out, because I'm slow, I'm old. Like. He always teases me, and uh, well, I never said you were slow. <laughs> well, old people are kind of slow, usually. Well, I'm still, I'm still, I'm a decent driver, but um, yeah. So I'm definitely gonna try to see these guys live. If I do, I'll definitely talk about it on one of the future episodes that comes out. Looks like Spirit Box is going on a tour. They are really, and so far, nothing in California. Mm. Cool. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. You just lost a fan. <laughs> I'm done. I don't ever want to listen to you again. Screw this bear. <laughs> no. But uh yeah, well, um I guess it's time to woe out. Let's woe it. Whoa. So Matrix uh Resurrections. Uh so you came over and we watched this on HBO Max. Um I was originally thinking about going to see it in the theater, but then, you know, we just recently saw Spider Man and I uh I don't know. It's just kind of one of those nights where you're like, yeah, I just want to kick back on the couch and watch a movie. And so, um, it was actually really cool because your roommate came out and watched it with us. And, and like we had a, it, it, you know, one, one of the things I like to do, and this is why I, I don't really like going to movie theaters all that much is I like to kind of like, if I'm with friends, I like to have discussions like during the movie, mm-hmm. which can be annoying if like something is going on and like your, you or your friends are talking in the movie. But like there was a, a few moments where we got to pause the film and kind of be like, wait, Am I hearing? Am I reading this right? Am I hearing this right? And we kind of would have a brief discussion on it and then continue playing it. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I didn't really care to see this in theaters just because, I mean, kind of where this movie kind of comes from in terms of like why it was made. And honestly, I hate going to the movie theater nowadays. You want to know the truth? I mean, there's some movies like I said. I'm, I'm like okay, earlier. the Spider-Man experience them. was fucking fun. Like that whole. That whole experience was was a lot Including of fun. Putting the fuck up at the beginning. Like yeah, the, the, that the and everyone episode. everyone just kind of like you know I was talking to one of my bosses who was there um, from my job and, and he told me he's like you know just, he's like despite the fact that I got out of the theater at like two thirty three o'clock he's like I just I had fun he's like I watched a movie and I had a fun experience like this is the most uh, entertaining movie theater experience I've ever had and I was like well shit that's that's cool yeah you know and so like you get moments like that but generally it's it's the the assigned seating crap. Uh, you know, since we're in COVID, it's like, you you know, it's like mask on, mask off, mask on, 
Moscow. <laughs> I feel like me. I swear to God, I feel like Miyagi is the uh, Sonoma County health advisor. <laughs> but, be amazing if he was. Uh, I know, right? We would just we would fight. Uh, we would fight COVID with karate. We would we would fight the kung flu with karate. So, but you know, I so there's there's a lot of stuff kind of like there's some stuff behind this movie as to why it was made. First off, oh, we're gonna go into spoilers, by the way. Yeah. So, so if you don't want to spoil it, turn this off. Lana Wachowski, Wachowski, whatever, um, she talked about why she made this movie, and she apparently was like, well, you know, I lost my parents, and this and that, and of course, you know, she transitioned from male to female when this all happened, like, you know, between the third movie and now, and and so a lot has happened in her life, and, and, and this, she admits that this was kind of her, her way of kind of getting catharsis. Mm-hmm. And dealing with everything, uh, especially bringing back Trinity and Neil, it's kind of like resurrecting mom and dad, and and I mean that's fine. It's like a passion project. I I, I wouldn't have done that with something like The Matrix, but whatever, that's her choice. Uh, but it was also, you know, I'm sure it was also like a nostalgia cash grab. Like, why why do any of these movies get soft reboots or even reboots? It's like it's for money, you know. I mean, maybe to to Lana it was something more personal, but to the studio it was clearly money. And mm-hmm. and the other thing that was suspicious to me, I was like, I was like, wow, you're I guess your sister because uh, Lana's sister transitioned as well. She didn't want to do the movie. She's like, hey, I don't, I don't like. I, I guess she doesn't even want to make movies anymore. But she's like, yeah, I don't want to do the film, and and so I. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. And so that kind of, I was like, wow, your other sibling doesn't want to do this movie with you? Like, the movie that made both of your careers? Like, that's well, that's weird to me. I mean, by the end of the trilogy, you know, Trinity died and Neo sacrificed himself. And, and the humans are freed. And Smith died, too. Their virtual, the, the, yeah, their, their virtual shackles uh, were, you know, were, they're, were, they're were gone. So. Yeah means you know anyone hoping to continue the story had their work cut out for them you know and yeah well i mean like it's my my biggest thing when i heard about this coming out was i was like why like why is this coming out why are we like you had your closer is this yeah. a reboot no it's not it's a sequel with different characters no it's not it's it's with neo and and trinity what how are you going to do that yeah, and their reasoning for bringing both of them back was really dumb. <laughs> In my opinion, it was just it, it, what was it? Something like uh, oh, like your love for each other and the energy you both put off like helps power this new matrix, and so we decided yeah. to keep you. And I'm just like, okay, like yeah, I, I, yeah, that's that's just like it's it's a reason to to bring them back, and it's a reason for the plot to move forward. I get it. Mr. Smith was not Mr. Smith, was played by someone else. Yeah, it was played by a completely different actor. I don't think I've seen him in anything before, but I'm Who, sure. mind you, he was very good. Um, I, I actually, I liked this new Mr. Smith, but he wasn't Mr. Smith. And I have no fucking idea why they, they got new Mor- Morpheus. Yeah. I love that actor. Oh, I, I don't. Like Lawrence him. Fishburne. Yeah. I, I, I like the actor who, who played the new guy. I mean, he's just a good actor, but I'm like, why are we, why are you Morpheus? I don't understand like why, and it's like because like he was an agent at the beginning of the movie, yeah. But then he's like not an agent, and I guess I don't. What did he get like hacked by the blue-haired bitch? Like I don't know because he kind of approached her like afterwards. They had their little talk. He's like, "I am Morpheus." She's like, "Oh my god." He's like, "I have a purpose. What am I supposed to be doing now?" My uh, purpose is to find the one, and I was yeah. like. Okay. And it's funny. I saw the trailer. And I'm like, there's no way that's another Morpheus. They're not going to do that. There's no way they're going to do that. And then they did it. And I'm like, oh. Okay. And it's funny. When yeah. I saw it, I was like, I was like, maybe there's going to be a time travel plot. And that actually is young Morpheus. And it's, it's technically Lawrence Fishburne's character. But no, it's, it's an AI. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And, you know, uh, Brennan, your roommate made a good point where he's like, He's like, you know, like, doesn't it feel like Keanu Reeves is kind of just phoning it in? Yeah, I was going to say that. Well, it was going to be something I was going to bring up is the whole Keanu Reeves thing. I mean, if you've noticed in his last few films over the last few years, uh, he's just seems like he's tired. seems like he's just not really he, he's acting the same way he did in the movie before that. You know? Yeah, I, I didn't see the new Bill and Ted, but like he 
in the John Wick films, it's very he's playing this kind of like quieter, more stoic character, which I'm fine with John Wick because it's John, it's a different character. But like, I always thought Neo had more energy. Yeah, and Keanu Reeves can you can get a good performance out of him. Mm-hmm. He in my opinion, he wasn't great when he was younger. I feel like he got refined after Matrix. Um, and then you bring him back now and it's just kind of like, I don't know. He just, he lacks a lot of energy and, and there's just not a lot of range in his performances anymore. No, he's very like, I don't know. Just, <laughs> he's very, whoa, whoa. Yeah. He just Are seems you saying like, that I can, well, <laughs> he just seems very, like I said, he, he, he just almost feels like he's phoning it in. Like you said. Yeah. I, I just, that kind of threw me off, and and I was wondering why he was. He just seemed so tired in the film, and I was. I mean, I I ultimately I was like, okay, whatever. Um, the other thing about this movie was that it was it. It was obviously a soft reboot, and the first like forty five minutes is is the Matrix, like the, the first Matrix. But the thing that kind of like irritated me about that mo- this movie was like how like within the script they try to be all meta, where it's like, haha, we know we're retreading, we know what we're doing. Like there's that board meeting, remember? Well, it's like a video game company. That's the thing I was thrown off by at the beginning was, so like you said, it's very meta. So it's a, all right. So like, we don't want to cover everything, everything, single thing about the plot, but it turns out that the Mr. Anderson, uh, what, what's his first name? Uh, Thomas. Thomas Anderson. He's actually a video game programmer who the matrix was his actual story that he made up. It's very weird. It's yeah. just, it's well, confusing in some ways. I mean, I'm trying. I was trying to piece it together. My first viewing, I haven't seen it again. Maybe by the second viewing, if I do have a second viewing, I'll probably like get it a little bit more. But yeah, well, basically, it's like with within this new storyline, within this new matrix that's been created, uh, they brought back Neo, and they've basically convinced him and everyone in this new matrix that oh, well, the story that those memories you have. Well, that's actually from a video game you made and you're and you actually have mental problems and it's a psychosis thing. Like basically like the reason you think that they're memories is because you have like because you're crazy. And so we give you these pills that are blue to kind of help suppress that. And it's all just a video game, bro. Like you need to stop like confusing it with reality. It's just a video game. Um, And I mean, that was interesting. But like they're showing footage from the video game and it's movie footage. So yeah. what I was kind of like, I was, th- I, and I brought this up earlier. Uh, I was, I was like, wouldn't it have been cool if maybe it's like the matrix is just movies and your name is Keanu Reeves or like something yeah. like, I don't know. Like, it would have made the movie a lot sillier, but I just like, I like that would have been cool. They did an episode like that in the, in the show supernatural where it was like, um, they go through some sort of dimensional portal. And when they get out, Dean and Sam go by their actual actor names, which are Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki. And like they're like, hey, what's up, guys? And it's just like, oh, I guess like within this world, we're actors, and like Supernatural is just a TV show, and and like it was silly, yeah. it was a quirky episode. But I was like, that kind of would have been cool if they did that with this. Like, oh yeah, The Matrix is just a, it's just a movie, and you're you're like a washed up actor, and like I don't know, I, I feel like it's like that that would have made a little more sense. It would have been more fun. I know The Matrix isn't supposed to be like super fun and lighthearted, but I think that would have been awesome. And and so I don't know, but you know. Leaving it as it is, it's a video. Like the video game, that's the that's the uh, cover up. You know, I I just don't really understand why I even bring him back if he's such a threat. And maybe they brought that up in the movie, but I forgot. Yeah, I mean, some of these uh, things with the Matrix, I mean, they're either hit or miss. Like they're easy to follow, or sometimes they're just very complex and complicated. So it was kind of like. What I got of it is the the robots or the whatever the fuck they are, the cyborgs from Skynet. <laughs> oh, the Sentinels. The Sentinels, yeah. yeah. Or whatever. The There's another architect, and he created another new Matrix or something, and he wanted to preserve, like, Neo and Trinity. Um, God, he was talking so fast about the entire plot of the reasoning. Yeah, why the, he did like it. there's a lot of that's the other thing about this movie is that like the dialogue is just exposition, exposition, exposition because it's like, hey, how did the how the fuck do you explain any of this? Because this this makes no sense as to why this is happening given the ending of Revelations. Yeah, or revolution. Like I said, revolution, revelations, revelations, revolution. Yes. Okay, so it was reloaded in revelations. So okay, I wasn't sure it was revolution, but yeah, R R R, the reimagine. 
the revamp, the reboot. Just call it <laughs> Matrix reboot. But should have called it reboot. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I just felt like this movie was very unnecessary, and 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 it's just like they they pulled out too many excuses out of their ass to try to like give it the movie a reason to exist. Yeah, yeah. And I was just kind of like thrown off by that, and also the movie looked cheap. Didn't it look cheap? I don't know if it looked cheap. It kind of had its moments. The action scenes were like when they were on the fucking train. Like I was just like, why does everything look so like fake? Oh, like everything just kind of cheap. Look a little Wait, fake. Well, here's the thing. It's like I, I like the old Matrix had like uh, the, the 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 actual simulation that is the Matrix. The old Matrix, I guess, had a different tone to it, which, which signifies that it's a different matrix. And someone was telling me this the other day, like, well, what's cool is because at the end of matrix revelations, um, when they're showing the dawning of the new one, and it's the Oracle and the architect, like there's more of a pink tint to it. And so like when you watch the trailer, this new one has that pink tint. And so it signifies that it's a new matrix. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But then you're watching it and it just like, everything's pink. Yes. But it's also like, it just looked cheap. It, like it looked, it looked like a low budget movie. Even though I don't think it was, I think it was like two hundred million or or something. I'd have to look that up on Wikipedia, but um, yeah, Jamie, pull that up. But um, yeah, you know, I I don't, I don't know how I really feel about the movie. I I enjoyed the movie for sure when I was watching it, like like particularly the the last act. I enjoyed it, but like once it was over and once I went home and kind of thought about, it, I slept on it a little bit. I I was just kind of like, yeah. Like, wasn't very good. So, and, well, you seem kind of a little bit, you know, um, energetic near the end of the film. You know, because it's excited. like, yeah, like the movie's finally starting. Because like the first hour of the movie is just the, the first Matrix. It's literally just it's the same plot by plot. And what really irritates me about that is that the movie knows that, and it's even in the dialogue. It's like, yes, we're doing this again. Yes, it's going to go the same way. And I'm like, why did you write the movie like this? Why did you write it this way? And it was so fucking like stupid, and and I get what they were trying to do. On one hand, they're trying to be meta, but on the other hand, it's literally like just probably the studio being like, "Well, people need to understand the Matrix." And hey, you liked the first movie, right? That came out like twenty something years ago. It's like so we're just gonna give you like the first hours of the same film, and then he wakes up and what's the new world? Rapture, <laughs> and their new base. <laughs> I forgot the name of the the God the new. It's not um, Zion anymore. Yeah, you know, I, I I guess what happened to the old Zon, it, it, it like it was like uh I think it was like destroyed. There was or like something. a civil war within the Sentinels because of like something that Neo like like what Neo did in Revelations caused a civil war amongst the Sentinels and then that civil war ended up destroying Zion. Yeah. Zion, Zion. Zion. And, yeah. And so you have this new world which uh the I guess the supreme leader is Naobi. Naobi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know that first because she's wearing um what what's the actress Jada Pinkett Smith? Yeah, she's wearing uh, makeup to make herself look like she's old. Um, oh yeah, because the the story takes place like sixty years after the sixty eighty years or so. I, yeah. I think it was sixty. Yeah, yeah. So she uh, apparently is the new leader of this uh, new Zion. Yeah, and um, they do things a little bit differently. Like they're growing fruit and and all this stuff, and they're not living like barbarians and caves and stuff it's like it's like when they went down there it looked like a city like a city with buildings yeah and, and everything was all blue and because they had like a little sky thing going um yeah you know i i liked i liked this sci-fi aspect of it i, I liked all the new ideas they had I, I liked the the way that the ais would manifest themselves in the real world like i thought that was pretty interesting yeah um, I liked that it's like, oh, we actually were able to hack Sentinels. I'm like, that's kind of cool, even though they don't. Yeah, they were kind of working with them too. Or less that I think if it was some of the machines that decided to. Oh yeah, revolt. some of, some of the machines, I guess, like turned to the humans in the Civil War. Yeah. Like they turned, they sided with the humans, and yeah, a lot of that stuff was like interesting. I'm like, oh, I kind of want like a little like, I kind of want like an Animatrix style like short film about that. Like that seems like kind of fun. Like I don't yeah. really care about any of this shit that's going on and. But ultimately, yeah, he needs to save Trinity, and then you know she ends up basically being a version of the one. Yeah, that was uh, one of the little um, parts that was something that just came out of nowhere. It's like she came back, and then now she's the one, or her and Neo are the one. Yeah, it's funny. A buddy of mine, like we we were talking about the movie before it came out and, and he's like, wouldn't it be funny if they end up making Trinity to the one and they like retcon it. Cause you know, diversity and all that crap. And, and I was like, Oh God, don't say that. Like that would suck. Yeah. And I, I liked it more 
as stupid and cheesy as it was, I liked it more that they were both a version of the one. It's like two halves make a whole, two halves make a one. Yeah. And I guess in the other movies, it's like um, your destiny, they told Trinity, is to love the one. So it's like the one needs you, Neo needs you to be the one. And you need to love the one in order for him to be the one. And so it's like, it's like, yeah, it is a symbiotic relationship. And it made sense to a degree. I, I don't know. That was the point of the movie where I was just kind of like having fun. I didn't care about the overall plot. I'm like, I just want to, I just, I don't know. I want to see some Kung Fu. I want to see some people fly. Yeah, the action wasn't that bad at all either. I yeah. mean, and so, yeah. 190 you know, million, by the way. 190 million. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it was, like I said, the last act was, was like the funnest part because it was the most original and, and, you know, Neil Patrick Harris is essentially the analyst, AKA a new architect. Like he was, he was fine. And, uh, new Mr. Smith, I, I didn't expect him to, to turn on the analyst. I'm, I'm actually happy he did. I'm, I'm kind of happy he didn't end up being the bad guy. Well, he didn't want anybody to control him. Like he was near the end of the last few films. He wanted to be his own thing. Yeah not under anybody's like telling them what to do or something like that. So it's kind of like, but it was weird though, because you're looking at these characters that you necessarily didn't grow up with, but you're familiar with the actors who they were like, um, and, and now you're just watching these people pretend to be them. So, yeah, well it's right. You, you have the crew, right? So you have Trinity and Neo, but then you also have like the other crew, which are kind of supposed to represent like, there's supposed to be some version of like the other characters from the old films. And I, I wasn't sold on it to be honest. Like I honestly, I forgot all the names of the other people. Yeah. I don't, was, I don't like, it was forgettable. I, like, do I remember any of the names? No, other than the analyst, he's the only new name character I remember. Yeah. Cause I, I, I don't know. Everyone was just kind of bland to me. And, and, uh, the girl from iron fist, what's her name? She was also in game of Thrones. Blue haired girl. Ah, uh, blue haired girl. Let's well, just call her blue haired blue, girl. Blue haired girl. She, she, I remember we were watching the beginning of the movie, which is literally just like the first scene over again. Like they're watching Trinity. They're watching a time loop or something. And they're watching like the matrix, but like completely different with like yeah. other people. And it's Trinity, but it's not Trinity. It's like a different yeah. actress. And uh, I remember she was like talking and I'm, I look at you and Brennan. I'm like, does anyone else think that she's like mumbling? And you guys are like, no, I can hear Yeah, Cause she was talking really fast. And I'm like, the dialogue and her like do I well, need I remember, subtitles or what the fuck? I remember like I, I asked that question, you guys are like, No, I can hear her fine. I was like, Okay. And then at one point she says something and you're just like, What? Yeah, I was like, What the fuck did she just <laughs> what say? Was that? I, and I, I was like, know. Okay, it's not me. Like I'm not just going deaf. And like I feel like that was most of her performance, like, because she's I guess she's like English. So she's like talking in an English accent and she's talking really fast. And so I was just kind of like, Okay, uh I'll try to follow along best I can. Um You know, one of the one of the uh, things that's funny about this is that you know we talk about Spider-Man first, which is uh, a, a giant nostalgia movie, yeah. but it's it's handled well. Yeah. But then you have this movie, which is also a nostalgia cash grab, but they they didn't handle it as well. They did the same thing with the Ghostbusters too. Exactly. And by the way, I want to talk about Ghostbusters just real real quick. I'm okay. sorry, guys. I just need to I need to bring this you up. Get this off your chest. I need to just get this <laughs> off my chest. So the new movie wasn't necessarily bad. Like, it was fine. It was entertaining. It made sense. But one of the things that kind of, like, pisses me off about, like, these new 80s kids films that are coming out is that, like, everything has to be, like, some version of The Goonies and Stand By Me. And Stranger Things. And Stranger Things. And, like, that's not what Ghostbusters is. Ghostbusters is a comedy. It was a comedy. Like, a, a ghost horror comedy. Yeah, yeah. And, one like... One of the best 80s and, films of... Uh, I think one of the best 80s films of all time. But, yeah. okay. No, it, it, the first movie's great. I've never seen the second one. I've heard it's not very good. Um, and then of course I saw the terrible 2016 one and then, and then I saw this one and I'm just like, why is this movie a stranger things film? And, and whatever, that wasn't that big of a deal, but I don't know. I'm, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of just over eighties nostalgia. Like I'm just sick of it. Well, it's like, I brought this up up the the other day. Yeah. There's always like something that is like, you've got superhero fatigue or the eighties nostalgic fatigue or. Or something. It's, You're just always complaining, Anthony. I know, exactly. Why can't you just be happy with what we have? <laughs> because I want more. God You're living damn in it. A, a really good world right now, man. Everything you want to see on film is basically coming out. Um, well, to be honest, you know, I these days I just want to, I just want to like watch old things. Because new things, everything's either it has some kind of diversity message in it, or it's just a reboot cash grab of something from the '80s or '90s. Yeah, that's everything now. Everything is either political or it's just a reboot. And I just feel like there's not a lot of originality anymore. And, and like, I mean, you know, you got some indie films that come out that are a little different, but 
uh, yeah, I don't know, especially with these big budget films, and I'm I'm just getting I'm just over it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and because there's no originality to it, there's no like, hey, let's try something new. It's generally just like, let's just take the old script from the Matrix, rework a couple things, and then we call it a new movie. Maybe that's why it hasn't been doing so good in the theater, man. Because the fact is, it's like just you're watching. It's okay. So let's go back to. Um, I know you're not a huge fan of the new Star Wars films, and neither am I. But one of the big complaints about uh, Force Awakens was they thought it was a rehash of A New Hope. Yeah, and that was my argument. B to B, yeah. you know, and, and and it basically is, and and I mean, someone tried to tell me like, well, it's their way of introducing the new audience, and I'm just like, yeah, but you don't have to do that. Just show the new audience the old films. Yeah, and it I was it was a very yeah. safe movie. It's very like safe, and we don't want to take too many risks, and we're just gonna, you know, do what we know how to do, and and we're not gonna put any other really effort into it, and then and then of course you have Last Jedi, which is a mess, and then. Uh, the polished turd that is, you know, Revenge of the Skywalker. What's it called? Uh, Rise of the Skywalker. Okay. And so, and I never, still haven't seen it. Going strong. Um, <laughs> two years there going go. strong. I haven't seen it. But I, I won't get too much into it because we're talking about the Matrix. But I don't know. I, I would rather just watch new action films. And, so, you know, some of the Marvel films are, you know, they're decent enough. And obviously the new Spider-Man film I thought was very good. But I don't know. I would rather just sit in my house and watch like Blade. Yeah, the Blade one too. I mean, Blade was good. I mean, it's kind of almost like has that gothic '90s or early 2000s. Vibe. Well, no, it definitely has that Matrix vibe, right? The long leather coats, the sunglasses yeah. at night, like dan, that dan, is. Dan, 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 yeah, dan, and same dan, with the. Uh, dan, that, did you ever see music. the Underworld films? The old ones. Oh yeah, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. like leather, same long thing. leather coats, sunglasses at night, like. Shooting and sometimes kung fu backflips. Very like. slow mo, fucking bullet time shit. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah, and and that was the other thing when watching the Matrix is that they were doing like you know like the running up the walls, the whoosh whoosh whoosh, and the music. Yeah, and those things just don't impact me anymore because you know back when I was a kid and those movies came out and movies like that came out, it was still all very new. You know, you still you hadn't seen it all that much, right? But now, 20 years later, there have been a million movies that have you slow motion, bullet dodging, kung fu, magic, you know, any of that stuff. And so when you watch something like The Matrix where it's trying to capture something from the old 90s film, I'm just like, I, I, it, it's like telling me like old, it's like telling me jokes that are like, you know, from the 70s or 80s. It's just like, well, like I mean, this it's like we've already seen it. this. Yeah. Yeah, it, but it, it just, it didn't feel like, it didn't feel as impactful and like I wasn't as awestruck by it like I was when I was a kid because it's like well I've seen this already yeah and this has well, been I mean, done I need better something new but yeah it's Matrix started it though so it's kind of like well I'll appreciate it because of that but... yeah I'm not necessarily saying they fucked up trying to to be Matrix no it's a Matrix movie they're gonna do Matrix stuff and that's fine but it just didn't hit me the same way that it did when I used to watch it. Yeah, you know, because I'm just like, well, I've seen this a bunch, and and it's it's like you're 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 showing me action stuff that's very '90s, very early 2000s, and like it's antiquated. That style of action, in my opinion, is very antiquated. And so, once again, for nostalgia purposes, it, you know, like, oh, it's the Matrix, man. Remember the Matrix? Like, yeah, I do. It just it just it doesn't tickle my fancy anymore. Hmm. Boo hoo hoo. <laughs> oh boo hoo. Oh bother. I mean, I just it's. I didn't really think that we needed another Matrix movie, but it was a huge franchise for what it was. It was like one of the biggest uh, sci-fi films in the last, I don't know, um, 15 years, probably. You're talking about this one? Just the Matrix uh, in general, like the the series, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you know, Matrix, you know, revolutionized uh, action films. You know, what is it? Uh, didn't Equilibrium come out afterwards and it's basically a ripoff? Or did is it come out before? the Christian Bale? Yeah. God, look this up. Look this up. Because I think someone told me that Equilibrium came out before well, the Matrix. My computer died. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, here we have. I don't know why. It just I didn't bring my we plug. We have so. the technology. Yes. So let's see. I'm gonna look this up right now. Not the Matrix Resurrections. So you look up the Matrix and it wants to show me the new one. Okay. So the Matrix came out in 1999. Uh, oh no, no, don't speak to me. <laughs> okay. Uh, Equilibrium came out in 2002. 
So okay. never mind. Equilibrium was second. But like I said, it's just like, you know, you had the Matrix and then like everyone wanted to be like the Matrix. So you had Equilibrium, you had Underworld, you had Blade, you had, you know, other movies and, and stuff like that. And the long leather trench coat, the sunglasses, very yeah. 90s, very Columbine. But <laughs> oh, so you're basically saying that these guys got the influence from uh, Matrix and <laughs> no, 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 not the Columbine people. I don't okay, know. I was going to say, whoa, no. <laughs> no, no, don't play movies now. <laughs> don't play Manson. But no, you know, it's. It's a style that just, in my opinion, you can't resurrect and have the same impact that you did in the past. And yeah, it's hard. To, it's, you, you capture lightning in a bottle. You, I don't think you can actually do it again. It's rare if that happens. Yeah. And so, and that was kind of just like when I was watching it, I'm like, you know, I, I get it's all nostalgia, but it's, it's just not doing it for me. Mm-hmm. And of course, the nostalgia doesn't really serve the story all that well. I mean, they try to make it serve the story and they try to be meta. Like I said, Spider-Man did it way better because it made sense mm-hmm. to the story. Exactly. So, you know, that, that, I don't know. I didn't hate this film. And if you're a hardcore Matrix fan and you need, you just absolutely need to see another Matrix film, watch it. Yeah, I would, I would suggest it. I mean, like I said, I, I personally didn't think it was bad either, but it's a rehash of the first movie. I mean, I didn't think it was good. And I don't even know if they're going to make two more. I don't know if this is going to be another whole trilogy or what so the i found fuck out is. that i don't know how old carrie ann moss is but i guess keanu reeves is pushing 60 really yeah he's 57 Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> you're saying that i can dodge age wow no but you know it, it, i just it's gonna be hard to put films like this on the backs of actors who are pushing 60 you know and i know it's like well they did it with like indiana jones and it's like yeah well the new indiana jones sucked so yeah you know what's your point so I, I don't know. It it didn't even feel like there would be another one. Like even that stupid after credit se- uh, sequence. I'm just like I don't really feel a sequel coming on. I just oh, with the whole like, cat video thing. Also, what was what was the deal at the very end? It's like she would like kill the projection of the analyst and then snap her fingers and bring him back. So she can her and Neo control the Matrix? Uh, I don't know. I didn't get that. I didn't get it either. Yeah, she uh, kind of like they they came there to uh, warn him about something and. Or they just like, hey, don't fuck with us or we'll get you. Yeah, ya. we'll get you. Don't fuck with our love or something. Or, you know, I don't know. We're in love, so don't fuck it up because if you do, we'll kill you or something. I don't, I don't know. know. I'd, 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 uh, love transcends all. Love, he's blind. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, th- I don't know. If, if I were living in the, in the universe of the Matrix, I'd be like, hey, maybe we should try to like destroy the Matrix again. Like, Let's not go and play around with it. And, no. and you know, and I know the old Matrix movie was very metaphorical. It had all these things about like what is reality, and, you know, and oh the simulation theory and kung fu. And, like, yeah, and, I, yeah. and I get, and I'm not gonna get into all the crap there because many other people have talked about that. You know, like the Matrix has a deeper meaning. Recently, they've been um, being like, oh well, the Matrix actually has to do with like trans politics or something. I don't know. Mm. I don't care. But yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel about the movie. Just, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Well, like I said, if you uh, are a fan of the Matrix, I would check this one out. I well, wouldn't skip it. And that's the other. Well, here's the other thing. Sorry. All film is subjective, so I would definitely say check it out. But if you want to take our word and say I don't, I don't want to taint my view of what the Matrix is. If you see this, I mean, seeing this movie, did you feel like it fucked up the other movies now for you, or are well, you looking okay. at a different light? Okay, I haven't seen. Uh, reloaded and revelations probably a decade at least maybe more yeah, they're, they're i watched old. the first one a few years ago so i'm a little more fresh on it but i haven't seen the other two in a very long time and every hardcore matrix fan i know hates those movies yeah they're like they're not good films they're bad i liked them as a kid because i'm like ooh, like i'm i'm gonna go to school as an eight or nine year old and wear a trench coat and do kung fu and then get accused of wanting to shoot the place up <laughs> but like you know as a kid, I thought it was all cool, and I wanted to learn kung fu and all this stuff. And, and you know, it's funny. I would go into swimming pools, and I'd be underwater, and I'd be running on walls and shit and doing flips underwater because, oh. you know, yeah. But, like... I'm Neo. Yeah, basically. And so it was one of those things where it's like, if I guess if you are a hardcore Matrix fan, you're not going to like this movie because all hardcore no, Matrix fans only like the first film. And so it's, 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 it's a bit of a catch-22. If you're just someone who just likes all the Matrix movies, fine, but... I don't know. I, I just, to reiterate, it's, it's unnecessary. The reason behind making it is kind of sad, in my opinion. And I don't know. 
Spider-Man. It's not. It's, it's go not see Spider-Man. Yeah, go see Spider-Man. It's very not memorable as far as you know. Uh, next in the Matrix series, but like I said, I wasn't disappointed. It was just kind of a meh movie. And well, I went into it. Here's the thing. I, I told someone this the other day. I went into the movie being like, okay, if you understand that it's a nostalgia cash grab, if you know Lana Wachowski's intention behind the movie, if you're aware of all of this. When you go and watch the film, you're not going to be infuriated because I wasn't angry about anything. Yeah. Like if I didn't know anything about the movie and then I saw it, I would have probably been like all pissed off. Like, oh, this sucked. But like since I, I had that preface, I was like, OK, like, you know, it's it's not too I'm not as infuriated. I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's good. Um, but it's another movie made in the 2020s. Yeah, that's that, that, that should like be enough right be there. Some sort of ongoing thing we're going to see re like imaginings or bringing back the old like i don't know it's it seems like this is well yeah it's either film this year i've this has happened and it's it's either going to be a superhero movie or a reboot of something from the 80s or 90s yeah that that's that's kind of that that is your big budget whatsoever i saw a movie called lamb this year no lamb like a sheep lamb and i loved it what's it about really um so if you don't want to spoilers, it's basically about a family, uh, a couple that lives in Iceland, and they speak Iceland. The whole movie's in Ice- Icelandic. Um, I just said they speak Iceland. <laughs> nice. But it's all in Icelandic. And uh, this family, this guy, like he he's like a sheep farmer. But it's like horned okay. sheep, like, like ram-type sheep. And he's a sheep farmer. And the movie opens with, like, it's a point-of-view shot. You just hear... <sighs> it's like walking from the snow and he walks into this big old barn full of sheep and you see him walk up to the sheep and he's like, <sighs> and like all the sheep sure were this like, is not the, 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 the new porno you just watched. <laughs> it might've been me. I was watching bestiality. <laughs> no, but like all the sheep, God. Look, all the sheep look terrified and you're like, what's going to happen. And then it cuts away to the, uh, it's like a, a exterior shot of the barn and then it cuts back and you just see this like sheep just kind of, walk a few steps and then fall over and my friend's like that sheep looked like it just got a good fuck oh because it did (laughs) that's what happened the sheep got fucked by what you find out is a sheep man i'm gonna spoil it fuck it you find out that that um so uh what what'll happen is like the the couple will you know they raise the sheep so they'll help sheep during birthing processes and and there's a scene i'm pretty sure it's real where they're actually like a sheep is giving real birth and so you see a sheep come out, a little, little baby lambing, you know, all that. Yeah. And then another one's pregnant. And then when the sheep comes out, it cuts to just like reaction shots of the couple. And you're like, is it dead? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. And then what's weird is like, you're wa- and I had never saw the trailer. Like you're watching the film and like it's like they're, they start raising the, sh- the little baby sheep as their own. And I'm like, what is happening right now? And then it cuts to a shot where at one point the baby sheep gets out of the house and the baby sheep is naked. And so it cuts to a shot of them picking up the baby sheep with a blanket. And it's a fucking human sheep. Okay. It is, it uh, is a sheep. This fucking film. <laughs> it is a sheep with a sheep head and, and a little, a little hoof. It's got a little hoof uh, as a hand and then, a, and then a human hand. Yeah. And I was like, what is happening right now? And I won't spoil the whole entire plot. I won't go beat for beat. But it's definitely some sort of supernatural movie. You, there is a sheep man at the end of it oh, with a gun. <laughs> it's really like this sounds like something I gotta see. The thing about it, like, it sounds stupid, but it was actually really good. It was like this like thriller, and it was really intense. And the end is insane, and I loved it. I, I really really liked the movie. Yeah. Um, I fucking I, I wanted to see it again. <laughs> like I was like, this was great. Like my friend, it's called it, Lamb. Lamb. Okay. Yeah. It, it's it's that's the English for. Uh, word for um the icelandic version the title of the movie i don't know what the icelandic title is but it's called lamb and yeah it's uh it was it was really good a little indie film a24 studios you know nice and yeah same guy who made hereditary and which i never saw oh god that movie's fucking insane yeah it's very very complex weird twisted movie i suggest to see it i mean if you've seen lamb go check it out yeah i i I loved lamb so see lamb it's probably uh online now or in, in your local blockbuster, but <laughs> so let's do a, a little bit of a closing thing. I was actually thinking about, well, when we we're watching Matrix, uh, I showed you the, the last, 
the Batman trailer. Yeah. Um, so what are your thoughts? Because, you know, I know that you love the whole gritty look of it, and I know you're very excited about it. It comes out, I think, March 11th, I think. Yeah. Sometime in March. Uh, I'm highly excited about this movie, uh, number one, because I love Batman. Uh, number two, uh, it doesn't really have that Ben Affleck um, comic-y you know, book feel. I don't know. It's... Um, well, it has it has a feeling of Dark Knight mixed with like, um, how do I put it? It has it has a feeling of the Dark Knight mixed with the kind of like Seven. Have you seen Seven? No, I've not. Oh, you haven't no, seen Seven. Okay, no. watch Seven. But it's, it's cool because well, in, in Dark Knight, like Gotham looks like L.A. or like New York, but in yeah. this, it looks like Gotham. Like all the like the comic descriptions of Go- of Gotham that you see, all the illustrations of it, like it looks like Gotham. It's wet. It's dark all the time. It's fucking yeah. everything like neon and shit. And, and it just has this like almost like kind of low key cyberpunky kind of yeah. feel to it. Very low key cyberpunk. And I really liked that, you know, and, and everything in the trailer, every time you see a shot of Gotham, it just looks dreary and sad. And like, that's how Gotham looks. It doesn't look like fucking LA or maybe, maybe it does now because LA is filthy now, but <laughs> yeah, you know, I, so I really like that about the movie and you know, I, I, if you look at his armor, it's very kind of like it's got that year one kind of feel to it. Where it's I guess like, that looks I'm, like uh, Arkham Asylum. Yeah, I mean, he's wearing cargo pants. He's not wearing like Batman. Like I didn't even notice that. He's wearing really? I, so someone made a toy, and uh, and if you also look, if you look at like onset photos where like there's actually light, like you can see, it. like he's wearing like cargo pants. His armor kind of looks pieced together. There's a rumor going around. You have to look this up. Where apparently the bat symbol is the gun that killed his parents melted down into a bat yeah, symbol. Yeah, I was reading uh, rumors about that. That's it, fucking If you cool. look at it, if you look at it, it's kind of like those clips like a yeah. gun grip would have. Yeah, and that was really cool. Uh, I was like, wow, that's like, that's that's dark. Yeah. That's dark. Keep all the pain close to you, man. Shit. Exactly. Yeah, so I'm gonna, what do you think of that use, trailer, though? I'm going to use the weapon that killed my parents as a symbol as a for symbol. good. Exactly. I, to answer your question, though, um, I, I mean, it was, it was, it was a bit, it was a, a little, little bit redundant. more Catwoman. Yeah, I mean, it was, it, it, well, I mean, I was fine with it being Catwoman, but it was just a bit redundant. Like, I, I think the first two trailers were enough for me. Um, you know, I, I mean, it was fine. You're like, it, it I don't want to see no more. Well, I, I don't, I don't, because like, yeah. what happens nowadays is you get, you get a teaser to your teaser, then you get your teaser, then you get your trailer, then you get a second trailer, then you get a third trailer, then you get about five TV spots. And at that point, you've yeah. seen the movie. And so I did that with Spider-Man No Way Home. I, I stayed away from TV spots. I saw, I think, two trailers, and I was like, okay, no more. I don't want to see yeah, any yeah. more. They didn't show any um, Toby or Andrew, which is good, though. Yeah. So. Um, but, yeah, um, anything else you want to close out with? Anything else about The Matrix or the, the music we were talking about with uh, uh, Spirit Box? Um, I mean, like I said, Ice Nine Kills, check them out. Um, I think that I'm kind of looking forward to next year. Yeah, me too, man. You know, I'm, really, I, I'm really excited. Um, at least by next year, we're going to start off with um, we're going to have some new equipment. We're going to have some guests on the show. Uh, we're going to think we're thinking about having a hero to uh, hero to fall on the show. Have some of the guys from here. Um, yeah. Also, a good friend of ours is a podcast uh, podcaster on a show called um, Poltergeist and Pinups, I believe. Uh, Teresa, she's going to be on. We're going to be talking about a couple of films on that. Uh, probably have Stefan back talking about Watchmen. On. we're gonna have a whole Watchmen thing yeah, i've been looking forward to that for fucking years so because yeah. i love Watchmen. it's my it's, i think it's I my favorite Watchmen. it's my i love Watchmen. boy <laughs> i think it's my favorite uh one-off series comic yeah well i mean i guess they made a lot it was of like, good transition sequels too. and prequels yeah to it, we'll, s- we'll save all that energy for uh, when we do that one um but yeah, man, I'm excited to do more episodes. I think having a few more people on here just for fun is going to be a, it's going to be a blast. We did it last time, and you know, uh, I got to say, it's going to be back. It's it's going to be back. Yeah, it's yeah, going to be back. Yeah. Man. So, um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. Uh, I hope you guys, everyone listening, if you are listening, if you didn't turn us off yet because of our rambling and idiot. Because <laughs> Jason sounds like he's on Xanax today because he's tired. I'm tired. I'm so <laughs> fucking tired. I, I had a long day today. Um. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, 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 ex- I'm excited. I love podcast, boy. I love podcast. Fucking a, guys. Um, well, we hope everyone has a happy new year. Um, try to. Yes. The night is always darkest just before the dawn. But I promise you, 2020 
will continue on <laughs> through the years. This COVID shit's not over yeah. yet, guys. So, but we hope you have a happy new year and um, we hope you stay positive and we hope you stay metal. Once again, this has been another riveting episode of the Geek Mosh Pit podcast. We are back. I'm tired. I'm going to go to sleep. And I'm Anthony. All right, you guys. Good night. We will talk to you in the next episode next year. Happy New Year.